0: live from the two-man happy hour world headquarters in historic downtown erie pennsylvania it's live music chat with nap the hat and here's your host nap the hat
1: Hey, is that Nat over there? It
2: is. It is. Oh my God! Back by popular demand, I hope.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's five of me, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone, welcome to Podcast 27. We welcome you back, Jack, Good our two-man happy hour guru, Brian Waller, Wild Sound Productions. Today's oh. show title is "The Big Man, the Boss Man, and the Boardroom."
1: <laughs> All
2: right. Okay, so we welcome one of the two-man happy hour visionaries, R.J. Zona.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Originally. Thank you. This, He's the big man. This is where we came up with a name about <laughs> two feet behind you.
2: And the boss man of Lee Com Radio, Jimmy Schaffner. Jimmy. Thank Woo! you so much. And the music master and owner of the Boardroom and Spirits. On West 26th Street, it is Josh Walters. Josh. very yeah. Nice to see you. Nice. nice to be here. So, Brian, you're back from your world, world tour with Guns N' Roses. I believe you got backstage. Where were yeah, you? that in was Kentucky? boring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was more like in front of the stage. I would have been better. Like, okay, here's all I want to say about that. So, the package I got was supposed to include parking, and it did not for that venue. So, I'm... In Lexington, Kentucky At the venue Trying to find parking <laughs> I end up on this Side road With an ambulance going by Jackie <laughs> Roger. So anyway You so, were anyway, backstage No, yep. no anyway so, so I end up behind the venue Right, the Rupp Arena Huge place um, On this side road And I'm like Okay, well there's other people Parked here So I went and roamed, You know I park there And I'm walking up to the venue And I see two guys Coming out of the back and they've got their lanyards on, you know, straps. So I'm like, okay, these guys are with the crew, with the tour, something, whatever. So I was like, hey, uh, you know, first I was like, they didn't get you a runner. Huh? You guys got to walk. And they're like, no, we got locked out. We're just walking around around the side here. And I'm like, okay. I was like, hey, I got to get in too. Do you mind? I'm running behind. I'm going to walk with you. Okay, cool. Then I look at one of the guys and I'm like, I know you. It was Mark LaBelle, the lead singer from Dirty Honey. Wow um, And we're just we're just walking and I'm like dude I was like the new album I like you know that album you know saw you guys in Cleveland the album was great he's like yeah the new one's coming out it's gonna be even better so I'm really looking forward to that and then I've quickly found out through our conversation that I was still in the wrong place <laughs> So I took off to go make it to my backstage tour, which was literally a tour guy in front of the stage telling us, hey, we got to do this, we got to do that, we got to do this. They, they, the people said I didn't miss a damn thing.
2: So how was, how was Axl
0: Rose's voice? It was in and out. It was, when he was on, it was fantastic. But he had mentioned that he was just getting over being sick. Um, so he was doing the best that he could. And like I said, when he was able to get there, he had like the really low parts And he had the falsetto But like in the middle there There was like
2: nothing I heard Slash's guitar solo Was over the oh, top Oh my god
0: Slash was just amazing as always He practically handed me a guitar pick <laughs> Nice yeah. He smiled at me You know cool. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going steady now <laughs>
1: <laughs> We had a moment <laughs>
2: hey, hey Jack How was your weekend? I know that you have a oh, lot going on Yeah
1: we had gig, gigs, gigs, gigs And so we were out uh, uh, Played Sunday Funday at Pier 6. That was a great time. Finish nice. that season out. Uh, out your way in West ah. County, I was at Lakeland's Restaurant. Have you ever been out there? Yes. Really nice. It's a nice we place. A, they had a nice patio venue. Oh, very nice. Nice crowd. That was good. And where was I? Uh, oh, I think maybe over. God, I'm trying to think. This always <laughs> happens to me. Where was I on Thursday? It's hard to say.
2: You were playing out somewhere, weren't you? I yeah. thought you had five days' worth of gigs. I
1: had five days' worth of gigs, and it, oh, it was Mound Grove. Mound Grove, uh, yes. <laughs> Mound Grove with the golfers, always a good time.
2: Yes. Well, tonight's gigs in the 814-Jack, can you let Just, us know what's going on? Yeah, there?
1: I got 10 gigs to report here. Now, uh, tonight, Thursday, September 14th, we're going to start at Altered State Distillery. They got their open jam session. They've been doing that all summer, and it rocks. I saw some video. Uh, right across the street now, the Casablanca, who Lounge, what do they have there? Open mic night, open mic night, can't beat that. And where's the parking? In the rear. (laughs) (laughs) Then Deck 97 Restaurant and Bar, and they're doing this the second week, and I wanted to help Crystal out. Uh, It's a karaoke contest, but there's some big prizes that they can win out there. They've got judges and everything, so this is the second week of six. Uh, Then over at the Cockwood Club, we've got Rankin and Shell at 5.30 p.m. Hopefully they'll invite us to come in that, maybe. Sure, Sure. You never know. And uh, polka in the park. How about that? That is fantastic. How about that? The Buffalo concertina all stars are playing polka in the park. I'm there in Perry Square. I si am. am, si am. I am right. Yes,
2: absolutely. Just up after Zabava. <laughs> yeah, what we a should, great weekend! We should get those guys with the Sunday
1: <laughs> show on Lee uh, We should see if they could do an interview. Bob, and, like. Bob, Bob and, and Alice, Bob and Alice will be there. Absolutely. I bet you will be there for sure. Oh God! Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: um, Corner Bar, Corey PA, one of your favorites. Nat Dan Baney Acoustics Love at Dan. seven PM. The Crossroads Diner, yours truly. One of the groups I sit in with, the Acoustic Gypsies. I- That's That's 6 p.m. That's me. Um, Harborview out in Harbor Creek, they're winding their season down there, too. Jesse James Weston at uh, 6 p.m. At Casey's Rustic Inn in Hightown, we got half of Rick McGee in the Roadhouse Rockers with Big Dog Acoustics. John's out there at 5. But then Rick is over at St. Francis Usher's Club in McCain. Rick McGee, 7 p.m. And that's
2: it for tonight. All right. And now we've got a great tune. I hear it's a, a bit on the heavy side as Brian says. Yeah,
0: well, um, I, I uh yeah, this is uh from Isle of Dread. This is um we we had Cipher on a while back yep. and this is another band that she sings with.
1: So, great. Oh, oh is this D? Uh, yeah. This is, yeah. she's got such a quiet voice, but when she <laughs> when sings, she sings <laughs> Oh my god. Like, yeah. It's a whole new like amazing. You'd be like how is this coming out of this girl?
3: Yes.
2: About that. Wow. Isle of Dread with Insidious. I yeah. don't even know what Insidious means. Does anybody? <laughs> no, Jimmy. Uh, I, I, I know it's, it's a, a it's
4: horror a, movie. It's, it's not a nice adjective. <laughs> <It's not laughs> nice.
2: Thank you, Jim. We do welcome the big cheese, Jim Schaffner. Welcome to the show, Jimmy. Yeah. We're happy to have you nice and your lovely on. wife, Lori, here.
1: Hello, hello.
2: Fantastic. Jim, we, we need to go back. Talk to me about. Your life here in the 814, before, are you, like, retired? Because I don't believe you've ever really retired from anything.
4: No, retirement's not part of me.
2: Yes, Uh, (laughs) I get that. uh,
4: I was born and raised here, went to Prep and Gannon. Uh, Hey, all uh, right, me too. (laughs) And then joined an accounting firm locally and eventually uh, formed my own. Um, Chuck Knight and Matt Menna joined me in 1995. Tree. Uh, yes. We, uh, we did, <laughs> Chipper. We did fairly well. Yeah. he's Good guys. Yeah. And um, they allowed me to uh, practice forensics, which was my passion. So like the last 25 years of my career was forensic accounting. I liked the courtroom. I liked, wow. I liked the mic. I had that voice. They told yes, me. Yes, yeah. Jimmy, you so, do. Uh, I knew when I, you know, when I had the mic in front of me, had people listening. And, uh. You know, the time came. We had a succession plan that sure. I was part of, and of course, I was—I knew I was the first one out the door. So I was—I go- <laughs> was going out the door. This is a true story. I was going out the door as yeah. I had a uh, by chance encounter with Danny Gary. Yes, at yeah. at the St. Pat's Festival, <laughs> which is starting Friday. Yeah, yeah. right. It is. It in, is in 2017, and you know, Danny and I were in the band at prep. And I, was, I was a senior, for, still fourth chair. And, and Danny sat next to me, and uh, we almost flunked band because it was just too so much fun.
5: I've never and, heard Danny.
4: To- and I had the choice. You know, when they found out that I played an instrument, that got me out of the gym and swim. And swimming was nude at that time. I didn't have any interest in any of that. <laughs> you,
5: know, <laughs> you, Jack? Raised, yeah. Yeah. There, Jack? I, by, <laughs> a, you know, I
4: really staunch Catholic mother. So yes. I, I hopped right into the band. But Danny he said to me at the, at the festival, it was that, that Friday night, and Lori, I know you were with me. Um, he said, I've been trying to get all hold of someone at LEECOM about buying our radio station. I said, what are you talking about? He said, uh, Bill Hale and I own groovy.com. It's an internet station that plays the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And I said, geez, that, that's interesting. Uh, let me go talk to the boss. So Dr. John Freddy, uh, who was our CEO, and just a marvelous guy and a great visionary, um, had a liking for radio. So uh, I approached him and he said, uh, why not? So we bought groovy.com and we launched on uh, January 1st of 2018. And... Very quickly, I realized that the internet wasn't going to do it. I need terrestrial radio and uh, the opportunity uh, arose where um you know Mercierst had um their own college station and they had uh, terminated a lot of people unfortunately, Dan was one of them That's yes. why I was putting yeah heat I know on that. Me. yeah um and it was it was uh, student managed and you know the format was great, but the talent was not so um I was able to um, negotiate um, an acquisition with them and we became WMCE 88.5 and we brought all the memorabilia with us. So if you ever get into our studio and you're invited, you'll see the big neon sign of 88.5 that I repaired because it was broken and we were off and running and uh, I think at that time, you know, Danny had the the morning show and he had such a great following and everybody loved them and... You know, Johnny Holiday, Bob Buck is still on from 10 to 2, mm-hmm. and Bill from, from uh, 2 to 7, and then the doctor, Winnie, Danny Wojtek,
2: <laughs> take,
4: takes it from 7 to 12, and he's got a following, and I don't recall who we had on the weekends at that time, other than uh, the Polka celebration, but then... Uh, uh, Terry Bowen came along and, and Julie Ellis. And then when I heard you were available and that, no one else was going to get you. And uh, then on the weekends, we had what we call the, the, the ladies the, the of LECOM. Of, of and they just they just knock it out of the park on the weekends. I mean, I, I can't talk about ratings, but I can tell you we own the weekends because of the ladies. Oh. And uh, so I, I knew we had something going. And... I wanted it to be different than I, than it was in the sixties and seventies, where the on air people were just spinning records. Um, I wanted backstories because, as we aged, we knew there, there was a reason why someone wrote a song or, or composed a song. Someone had an idea, so I asked everybody, in a very nice way, because they had no choice, just <laughs> just do some homework and find out the find out about the backstories. So. You know, when you go through the through our... I mean, everything is voice track, obviously. But when you listen to us, you'll hear a story. It might be a year. It might be someone composed a song because it was his or her first love breakup or whatever. And people today are really interested in the back, backstory. And I had an opportunity right before COVID, um, when the Righteous Brothers were coming to uh, the to the Van Weasel in Sarasota, I had an opportunity to... Um, um, interview Bill Medley one of the most awesome. humble nicest men I've ever spoken to and he said Jim I want to tell you something people are just as interested in the backstory to the song as they are the song I know I am without a oh, doubt yeah. uh, without yeah. a doubt I love
2: doing the show because yeah. it gives me that opportunity I mean, and, and, to and talk about, about those So he, he told
4: me he told me a story yeah. about Phil Spector Phil Spector promoted one of their songs And on the B-side was Unchained Melody. This is a true story from from Bill. Oh, man. Bill Bill wrote a book. So I read the book before I interviewed him. And um, when the jocks throughout the country had that record, they started playing Unchained Melody and not Phil's song. I don't remember the name of the song. But Phil did everything he could to sabotage Unchained Melody. No kidding. And, you know, remember Bobby was so great. And, um, I mean, it, it just, it was, it was just an amazing story that I, you know, we, and, and we, he gave us a promo that we aired and that kind of thing. But, you know, that makes us different because when I found out about radio, it's not that much different for me than forensic accounting. I mean, you have to be unique, you have to be clever, you have to be believable, um, you just have to. You have to. You have to entertain. I mean, being in the yeah. courtroom, you're an entertainer whether you <laughs> right. like it or not. Well, I mean, right because on. Because you got Jim. to convince yeah. people yeah. That, yeah. that you know what you're talking about. Even though cross cross examination is not always that fun, but you know, it, 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 it just fit for me, and and the timing was great because I was exiting accounting, and now in the radio, and I was not a career radio guy, which opened some eyes around here. But, uh, oh yes, Jimmy. It, it, it became it was it was a natural thing for me because it, there were so many synergies to both forensic accounting and, and radio. So when I, when I thought of the Erie market, you know, and I I know enough, I just know enough about the competition. Not just I just know enough. I don't pay attention that much, and I always concentrate on how do we get better. So you know, we had an opportunity to buy a small station in Quarry. Uh, WWCB, it was very small 94.1 1370 AM, but we have our, our hospitals there, Corey Memorial Hospital so it kind of filled in a little bit in that in that area where 88.5 didn't quite get but then um, just recently um, we were, we were uh, approached by uh, Rick Snavely and the Christian Station and we bought uh, what we now call WERI uh, and interesting enough, when you think about that location, uh, the tower is in New York State, and the building that houses the transmitter is in Pennsylvania. Okay. <laughs> but what, what what it did for us is, we now um, we did cover portions of Chautauqua County, but we have a much better coverage in southern New York State, and we've now expanded to the east and to the south. And eighty-eight point five, although it's only a seven hundred and fifty watt station you can hear very clearly halfway to Cleveland. So we probably cover 100, people in a very small market. I mean, Nielsen says that Erie's the 181st market in the country compared to our stations in Sarasota where it's the 70th and playing with, with you know, the big boys and gals from uh, Fort oh, Myers yes. and, yeah. and Tampa. Wow. But I, 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 I know I have it right now in that, um, <laughs> you, do, Jim. you know, but the on-air talent... In my humble opinion, <laughs> including that.
1: Everyone's looking at that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> listen. Everybody. It's, I, I, Jim. It's, I, the best, it's, right. it's the best talent on classic hit radio anywhere.
1: I listen every morning. Everybody yeah. in my office listens. We, me and the band get songs that Lou Baxter, because we should try that. Lou Baxter's playing it. We're trying it. If well, you listen
2: to Nat <laughs> the Mad Hatter's, <laughs> uh, three quarters of Nat <laughs> and the Mad Hatter's tunes are tunes that are played well, on. you yeah. know.
4: We can also coexist with the iHearts because our format is different. Right. You now, the largest, the legacy station in Sarasota, for example, is at iHeart WSRZ. They would be like the equivalent to Bob FM here. So I was curious as to how many songs are in their playlist. So the forensic part of me, I had it audited. <laughs>
5: You, you can do that. Yeah, of course you can. Absolutely, oh, really? yeah,
4: because one of our guys, JJ Johnson, who's on two to seven down there, is a <laughs> radio entrepreneur, and he audited. It. So, how many songs do you think are in their playlist? I huh? couldn't even begin. Now, four hundred. That's that's it. it? And we're thirty five hundred. Wow. Because they just play hits, and and you know they have the eight to ten minute sets of commercials. Oh yes. Yeah. So. And we're non-commercial. We're part of the marketing budget, but I, I, I still can monetize it with underwriters. Um, right. And you know, it's just people just when when they tune in. And Danny, and I used to talk about this all the time. When people find us on the dial, they stay. So that was the the whole approach when we went to Sarasota, because our second largest campus is in is in Bradenton, but it's Lakewood Ranch, which is Sarasota. Right. So I asked uh, Dr. John if I could look for a station there, and he said sure. And I found WSRQ, which are now SRQ is like legacy letters down there, and that was an AM station with two translators. And then we bought another station in 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 the interior, what I call the <laughs> you know um, the interior of Florida, and then we bought one in South County, uh, Sarasota. So. We are now the equivalent of a 50,000-watt station down there. Holy I mean, cow. We cover from, wow. I mean, if you picture uh, Manatee County to the north, just where Bradenton and—, and, and It's where the Pirates. Are. Yeah, where the Pirates <laughs> it's are. It's where the Pirates. Bi- <laughs> all the way through Sarasota County, like five miles south of Gorda, and the entire interior. <laughs> and when, when I bought the station, when we bought the station, um, that, that covered the interior of, of Florida, all the radio Experts down there were laughing at me that I bought cows. Well, I knew the growth was going to be east of seventy-five, and it solidified our eastern border. And there's two hundred fifty thousand people that Holy listen to cow. us over there. So,
1: oh my god, uh, my wife would love to. My wife is a so, crazy pirate fan. Yeah, she so, wants to be down there. Listen, <laughs>
4: she wants and, to be down there now. And I have access to tickets, so if you want to come down, <laughs> um, I will you take you up right, on that. But you know, we. Uh, we're, we're, I always, my approach to business is, how do you get better? And I think about it every day, and uh, we don't vacation much. So, you know, in my private time, uh, or sometimes when we're together, she says, are you really paying attention to me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just think about it. So when COVID sure. hit, for example, and, um, you know, the bands were not touring, I said, well, let's, let's just let's just have a, a concert, a mini concert. And I called their FCC attorney, found out what the rules are. And, of course, we have the great Wayne Smith. <laughs> the best. The best producer. Um, Wayne is. I mean, I mean he, he can put it together, and what a command of the language that he has. But he's the best copyrighted producer that I, you know, I, I be, we'd be lost without him. Um, so he put together these mini concerts, you know, and, and our, our imaging guy, Aaron Anthony, who lives in Illinois who's now a full-time employee of ours. He's just got, he's the voice of the station.
5: Yes. And, oh, he's and from and Illinois?
4: I just sent <laughs> wow. to you the, 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 the latest mini concert. I think it's about our 350th. It was Patool Clark, her second one for us. <laughs> <laughs> and it. it's on your phone to listen to. <laughs> Love you. it. Um, and, and then we started doing specials. We got into like an hour of Memorial Day, an hour of July 4th. Um, we did Labor Day. And yep we did a heartbreaking one um on March 29th which was the uh you know the 50th anniversary of our pull out of Vietnam oh that was a tearjerker and mm-hmm. and really got me into uh thinking about the veterans i mean i'm one but i wasn't deployed but uh what what we did on March 29th was uh, a special that aired the music that the government allowed our troops to hear and the music that they did not want them to hear, which were the protest songs. Oh. But. How powerful the that The protest was. songs got over there anyway. And Dr. <laughs> Denny. Dr. Denny. Denny Wojtek was the for, at the forefront of Armed Forces Radio, our guy. He yep. was a CB. Wow. And wow. he was a CB. And as it turned out, a lot of our people had served. And I was curious as to how many veterans were in Sarasota. Great in, in our area, because I knew the population was 860 to 870,000. There's 75,000 vets down there. Wow. 50,000 were Vietnam vets. Wow. So it just touched touched the hearts of everyone. Mm-hmm. Of course, we played it here. So now I'm, I'm, I'm back home, and there are 17,000 vets in Erie County. And decided that we're going to do something special for them. Can't tell you what it is yet, but... Um, well, keep us posted yeah, for I sure. Will, I will, because I'd like to come back I gotta, and tell uh, you. Uh, I'd oh, yeah. Like do you it. know
1: Joe Bonacci? Do you know Joe? Yeah, very well. Joe is a dear friend of ours. Yeah, he's we, a great we, guy. He was at, when we were at, uh, when we went to the, he went to the pirate game with us. My wife's uh, mom turned 80. Oh. Joe's a great, and Sandy, they're great. Yeah. I, and they do a ton for the vets.
4: Yeah. yeah. Um, and And so, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun, and, uh, I'm not done. No, Jim, I mean, you're I'm not. I I'm not a retiring type. <laughs> and, um, like, you know, I still get into the gym, play some golf, um, enjoying our time here. But this has been a, a real trip for me. <laughs> I'm sure. if not for that meeting, when I just bumped into him, of course, he had the beer. I don't drink, you know. <laughs> you know if, you, if, you ever, if you ever took Danny out for lunch, it was the longest lunch ever. <laughs> First of all not no money came out of his pocket okay? <laughs> i ordered, i ordered a salad and he has like a six inch burger fries everything and he's just he eats like he, like you're watching paint dry. You know? I said, "Come on, I'm done. I gotta go. I gotta go. You gotta." You gotta but, um, oh. so I used
2: to. I'm telling you, Jimmy. I used to see him coming out of the McDonald's eating French fries. You know, yeah. out in Girard. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: yeah. My last, my last time seeing the captain. We had a St. John's fun night, East Side St. John's over yeah. on Twenty Sixth and Wallace. So uh, we did the fun night. We, of course, uh, the St. Johners uh, hung around and partied for a little bit. We're Two, 2 o'clock in the morning where, hey, let's over, head over to Mighty Fine. And who's there? <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Dan. First, the last photo I took. Yeah. Dan. Yeah.
4: So, you know. Mighty Fine. Um, yeah. Bill Page is joining us. And i tell you how I, uh, how I uh, met Bill. You know, um, Dr. Sylvia has a 5K here in Erie and she needed a, a DJ. So someone recommended Bill, brought him up um he has his big tent and that kind of oh, thing yeah. <laughs> and of course Lou Baxter was there and I got a chance to meet him and did I didn't realize he was on iHeart stations and others and he really just wanted to get back on the air
2: He's very, very passionate.
4: Oh, my gosh. Very passionate, Jim. It. I mean, how about like five texts a day? I mean, yeah, I, I'm mean, i sure. He, I mean, he's passionate at the point where he's going to get shut off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and,
4: and, 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 Over, and, and, overpassionate. He, well, well, he sent me another text the other day, and he said, You didn't get back to me, and you were short. I said, My God, Bill, I have other things going on. He's like, I'm Waiting for the text. Well, he's going to be doing me? that 80s show. Yeah. He's going to be doing yeah.
2: the 80s show, Seven A Midnight yeah, so on. So I'm going to
4: try totally 80s on Sunday. Nice. Cool. Uh, you know, totally eighties, eight to midnight. Um, he he is passionate, and he yeah. gets around town. And we oh, have yeah. another person on the ground now, which I think is good for us. Sure. And eventually, we'll get him on eight to twelve in Sarasota. So I mean, I'm always looking for talent, and you know, I need a bench. You know, Danny passed away on me,
5: yeah.
4: And he yeah. wasn't the, the only one. I had a, a, a gentleman by the name of John Arada. That was our our morning um, DJ in Sarasota from six to ten. He also passed away. Oh, I'm so, sorry to hear that. You know, bringing Bill in kind of like brings the average down by like two months.
5: <laughs> 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 but but everybody, we have a
4: purpose. We yeah. have a purpose. So if you talk with uh, Bob Bach, Johnny Holiday, he he's, you know, we're having lunch next week. I hope you're yes. coming. Mm-hmm. I mean. He's passionate that we all have a reason now to get out of bed. I in the love morning. Johnny Holiday. Yeah, and, and he's a great he's just guy, a natural. Yeah. He's so good. I, I, so. I use uh,
1: Andy Griffith when I describe him him on the radio. He and Andy Griffith used to say this about Barney every once in a while when he'd go to Mount Pile, he goes he go that Barney, he's as cool as the center seed of a cucumber. <laughs> and, that's, and that's why you see this cat. So, I, yeah, and, you know. and I met him, and I'm just like, hey, as soon as he spoke, I said, you're Johnny Holiday,
4: and I'm a big fan. But I have to tell you, if, if, if not for John Freddie, we wouldn't be here um, right. on the radio. Yes. And, you know, we use it as a, as a marketing tool. You'll listen to um, spots about a health system or the college. But then we sneak in a couple of underwriters. But I am convinced, I don't know how you, how, what you think about this, but to me there's been a, a complete paradigm shift in radio from commercial to non-commercial. I see it in, in the Sarasota market, and I see it in the Erie market. No one wants to listen to commercials anymore. And it doesn't make a difference where I go. What I like about your station is, the, is all of the music, and I don't have to listen to all the commercials. So I know they're turning over to non-commercial stations like QLN, Um, university of South Florida in that market has two stations that are highly rated. One's classical one's NPR. Mm -hmm. It's just the the commercial groups. I, they overpaid for stations to begin with. Right. So they're, they're just buried in debt and they had to, you know, we're all radio people now. So, I mean, I feel sorry for all of these people because I want to have a a collegial, uh, relationship with all of them. But a lot of the, on our talents are gone. Um, we were just notified by uh, iHeart that our you know, our, our antenna is on the iHeart Tower. Uh, they're selling that tower to Vertical Bridge, so it's another sell-off of towers. So what, what's next? I mean, right. they become almost like a jukebox, and they have a lot of power, but they don't have the people and the, and and that, the stories. That's what makes the
1: stories. I was at yesterday. I went up to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was packed for Tuesday. Uh, people are walking around. People want to sit and read about, oh, my God, here's, you know, I, I saw the, uh, um, uh, the night they, I saw the handwritten lyrics to the song by the band called The Night They Drove All Dixie, Dixie Down. Down. So, Robbie, you know, Robbie Robertson just yeah. passed from the band. He yeah. was one of my favorites. Yeah. My favorite Strat player of all time, by the way. But anyway, um, you see those, and then it comes on the radio, and my wife and I were driving back, and I said, we just saw those words. Yeah, right. We're right, and that's the song we're listening to right now.
0: I have a question, Jack. Yes. Did you find Fran's pick? I
1: did not Man. find Fran's. <laughs> Fred Fran left a no. do you know Frank Clemensic? Oh yeah. Fran, yeah. Yeah. Fran yes. plays Fran. in the band yes. with me. Oh does he? He's he's in and the... Very he, well. uh, it's Jack Stevenson and the buried treasure band. So Fran's one of our guitar players. Well Fran has a guitar pick in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he says and we said, Well where can we see this? He goes, Well it's on the on top of the fire <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time he goes he puts one up there. <laughs> But here is the big thing: yes. if, if you haven't been to the if you haven't been to the Rock Fame, Hall of Fame recently, it has changed phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it they they changed the, the... No, no, no. Even the way the buildings are oh. set up, the cafe, everything. It is completely different thing. It, it is really, really neat.
4: So well, that's just one other thing I can I can tell you what we're doing and we're going to probably launch soon. So I decided that um, but if we want. I, the business instincts of me don't go away. So, I want to monetize the station. So, I decided that I would look into syndication. So, um, two of the gentlemen that are on uh, in, in Sarasota, John Milky, who handles the milkman, and if you had a milkman, <laughs> I, mean, I think my younger brother yes. was the milkman. Really. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he is also a radio entrepreneur, and we've identified all of the independent classic hits stations in the country and we develop a website and I intend to get the word out about LeCom throughout the U S and Canada. Cause we're on a couple of stations up there now. And eventually I'm uh, going to start with the mini concerts and our, hour specials. But then I have to learn a little bit more about AI because AI is, AI is already in radio. If you know, it's here. Cumulus. Mm-hmm. And, It's not going to be a good thing necessarily because voices are going to be stolen, but I'll use it the right way. And if we can get our programming on independent classic hit stations throughout the country with some spots about LECOM, I've really done my job as far as getting word out about the college because we are the largest medical school in the United States. Yes. And, um... We're opening the, our fifth campus in Jacksonville in two wow. years, too, by the way. The, so.
1: And LECOM steps up. I will have to say this, because I worked for Hammett's Behavioral Health for years. And when Hammett decided, when they closed down, um, I helped to move the mental health program up there, which LECOM was the only group that would step up and take mental health on. And so when we moved that up there years ago, um, I worked with Mary Eckert. I worked with Dick Ollinger, All those guys up there were into it. And ready to help the community. And it just, by, by what Jim's saying right here, right now, is they're still doing it and then trying to take it another step.
4: Well, I can tell you about Cory Memorial Hospital. They were in uh, dire straits financially. I think that's pretty well known. And Dr. John took it over. And rather than um, allowing that institution to go into bankruptcy, he paid off every bill. Wow. wow. Every bill. Can you, get, can you give me his number? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, can he help no, me? Jack, <laughs> Jack, I don't think you, I, don't, I don't think you and I are in that ballpark. <laughs> but, no, I mean, you think about it. See, that, for, that's, for that's why small, it would be A Smaller community like Corey, where a lot right, of Jim. their vendors were local. Everyone was paid, and the hospital was very successful. So he does everything the right way, as the doctor Sylvia and um, I'm right very on. proud of both of them, and very proud to be part of it. Is I'm excited about where we're going
2: right and and you know what uh, a great tribute for 9-11 downtown yeah Jim. well that was excellent we were, um,
4: as well tim the contacted me wanted to know whether we wanted to be part of it and uh we agreed to it and uh i'm so glad that we did um you know your is our only publicly traded uh company and i want lecom and your insurance to get to know each other And maybe we can partner in other activities. Um, You know, Julie Z, the general manager at at, uh, JET, she wants to partner with different things with LECOM. So we've gotten to a point now where uh, the health system, at least locally, has been recognized as being something special to the community. Right. Um, We employ 1,900 people in Erie County, when you think about it. Uh, So we're a major employer. More than Wabtec, which is at fourteen hundred. So, it's 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 they do everything the right way, and that's why they're successful. And they have big hearts and they care. Yeah, I mean these. Still employed a seventy-seven-year-old guy. Like, yeah, and they got oh, guys. <laughs> ready, I'm ready, <laughs> to, rock. I'm ready to rock. are looking great. Yeah, Volcano. I could <laughs>
1: sit here and listen to you talk. I mean, just about. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And did you get them <laughs> to open a wellness center? Again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't, <laughs> don't,
5: you, don't go that's there. Out of my lane. I'm
4: not going in. <laughs> oh, I miss RJ. it.
2: Hey, Jack, let's talk about Friday's gigs real quick, and then we got a special song too
4: All well.
1: righty, we're going to get in here Friday, September fifteenth. We're going to start off at, right downtown, right around. The corner here from the two-man happy hour world headquarters at the big bar. We got small town revolution at six p.m. I wait to hear what this is. It's the halfway to St. Paddy's Day weekend, <laughs> of course, because that's, that's the Irish festival. You know, how do I try to get out there Saturday,
2: Jimmy? How ironic going, you that you we're talking Saturday? right now about you know Dan and the whole yeah. St. Patrick's Day thing, and this weekend is exactly. Yep.
4: Years ago. It's the anniversary. It's the yeah. anniversary. Wow, and that's I remarkable. i tell you, when I was in, down in Sarasota, when I was driving to a golf course, I would call him, and we would talk for like a half an hour, and then when he passed... There was no one to talk to. Aww. That's sad. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. But he was such a great guy. Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah. And a character, I'll tell
1: you. <laughs> Josh, you and RJ do stuff on St. Patty's Day. If I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Matt, don't we have a challenge? Me and Jane Ross versus you and RJ... On St. Paddy's Day, who can last longer somehow? <laughs> did we, did we, did we, uh, I think there was talk. Uh, there
0: was, uh, this was is talk. only
1: the halfway to St. Paddy's Day. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, yeah. we still yeah. got a whole another okay. six months to go. Yes. All right, so all right, I'll keep going. And this is a biggie because they're starting to have live music back uh, at, at Bullfrog Bar. Right? Uh, Tennessee Back Porch is gonna be there at six PM. At Doc Holidays, Moonshine at six thirty PM. Uh, over at the King's Rook Club, uh, this is kind of a punk rocker party, but Elle Taylor's going to open it up. Then we have Resonate, then Odd Atrocity, and then Running Backwards. It starts at 8 p.m. And Odd Atrocity, that was uh, Cypher, Cy, that was singing oh, that, the, just the sang the song, that first song, the song yes. <laughs> with, yeah. with her other band. <laughs> right. Um, Lavery Brewin County, uh, Brewing Company, right around the corner, Claire Stachinsky at 6 p.m. On the west side at the Oasis Pub. Denny and Heather Acoustics at six pm, and they did an awesome job with the goats on the nine eleven memorial in Perry Square. That, that was we, actually the man's room band. Oh, that was goats. that was the mansroom. Oh yeah, they were playing. <laughs> and with we the, we, the we man's have room. a song to play from that show.
2: Actually, oh, oh no. beautiful.
1: beautiful,
0: live
2: version.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then at Oliver's Beer Garden, the Moon Rockers that starts at seven pm. Right up the street here on State Street and 24th at the Raskeller Cafe, BB2. That's a Blues Beaters Duo. And that starts at 7 p.m. At the Ugly Tuna, Matt the Doc Boy Kramer at 6 p.m. And then uh, finally at Voodoo Brewery. Mala Sangri and Fastfall at 7. Brian, are you doing the sound for that? Uh, Mike is. Mike is. Mike's oh, cool. going to be doing that.
0: Great. I'll be with Crush at Mound Grove. I want to see if I can catch one of those shows.
2: Can we, You should. Can we play the Alligator Blues live?
0: We sure can. I, I was so excited to do this show. We'll, we'll talk about it after this song, but Sounds this good. was a lot of fun.
2: Great.
4: Thank you very much.
2: Thank you very much. We've got a very spiritual song for you right now. We learned to play this in church
6: very deep lyrics in a song listen closely
3: Got the alligator blues tonight. Come on, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. And that, right. was, that was an original song, and we just sold it to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I just Swift? wish he would
1: give us the money. No, no. That was Taylor, Tyler. Ty- Tyler. No, no, it was Tyler Swift for him. <laughs> Tyler Swift. Oh, oh Tyler oh,
0: Tom Swift. Oh, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what are we
4: doing here? <laughs> this, is a, this is what I usually say in the evenings. Give me some
2: lovin'. I was wondering when you were going to start that. Give me some lovin'. Uh, we need to, is that Frank Clementic?
0: That was. Thank talking you, about se- Talking about selling the song to Taylor Swift.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too funny.
2: What a great tune. That, that, the that, was,
0: Blues. that was a good time. We, we, we set that up down for, of course, the, the 9-11 memorial down at Perry Square. I'm pointing the wrong way here. <laughs> um, and, you know, Gary Sinise and Chip, Fuchsia? Yeah, yeah somebody I, I, I didn't know because <laughs> I don't watch car shows. But uh, And then Chef Bobby Irvine all stopped in, and, and it was just a great time. I they saw some like
1: they, great photos. They looked like they were having a good time. When Gary got up there initially, I was thinking, I think he's had a couple beers. It looked like he was loose, Gary. <laughs> Gary East, well, Yeah. Was he, like, he, he, was real like nice. he was having a good time. And then all the guys just kind of, ch- and it, it was it, yes. hanging out in the crowd was just a good time.
2: Well listen, the bottom line is whatever he was drinking, the band was great. It was (laughs) I did I saw And let's be honest, band members. (laughs)
0: Yeah, doesn't always go that way. (laughs) Right.
2: Yeah. RJ, welcome back. Hey, it's good to be here. I don't think we've seen you since what show? Is it like the third show because we talked oh, about? No, it was
4: the first show. It was, was it the very was it the first, first show? Was it the very
2: first
1: show?
0: Because that's the first
2: two man happy hour. <laughs> the pilot. No, pilot. That's so funny. I'm
1: glad you guys got picked up.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what? And and I. I The story never gets old. You need to tell the story about how this whole two-man happy hour thing came together.
1: Well, Jack and I were up here late night just (laughs) solving the world's problems. And we talked about how live music was alive and well, but we needed to spread the word. And he said, wouldn't it be great if we could just have a show on the
6: radio, just us talking and telling stories about what we're doing and where we went last night? And
1: I said, yeah, let's do that. He goes, we're going to call it the Two man happy hour. <laughs> yes. I'm in. You got me in. Hello. Oh,
2: that's awesome. It's good to see you again. And we welcome back Josh, Josh Walters. <sighs> hey, Josh, hey. you were at, you were, at, this is your second. Show. Yes. As
1: busy yes. as me now. Oh my God. Even more.
2: I know, Josh. Tell me, how many bands are you in?
1: Uh, a few. Okay, <laughs> a few. I know.
2: Go in there. Yeah, the Theory of Evolution, yeah,
6: Theory Led Acoustics, and uh, Altered Egos.
2: <laughs> wow! And now, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, you time. are you're the president of the boardroom. <laughs>
5: are you the chairman? Are you the chairman or the president?
2: Uh,
6: I'm the I'm the peon down there. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the gopher.
2: <laughs> That's
1: right. That's right.
2: So I know that the the boardroom opened. Of course, it used to be twins.
1: It did. Yeah. Out, right, where roasted chicken. There's so much more <laughs> than roasted chicken now over there.
2: <laughs> and you know what? I'm just a cool vibe, a cool place. Tell us more.
6: Uh, well, we uh, we uh, my partner and i Mike Casario, who's also in the band with me with uh, Theory of Evolution. Cheese, yeah, cheese, cheese, cheese. We cheese? had the
2: big no. cheese. Now we got the cheese. <laughs> right. A little cheese. Every, every time, <laughs> every cheese. time, cheese
1: and I see each other, we're not well the next no. day. No, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of goes with anybody that bumps into you, Jack. It doesn't go. Yeah, oh,
2: wait yeah. a minute. Yeah, the party starts with Jay. Yeah,
6: yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we were we were uh, kind of twin around the, with the notion of picking up a just probably a bar or something like that, and, and just have some fun. A couple of you know, places to where buddies to go and have a couple of beers and cheer on the game and whatnot. And uh, then COVID hit, and everything kind of went up for sale. A lot of you know, small right. businesses went under, unfortunately. Uh, but it created an opportunity for us to, uh, to, to look at of several more places than we were originally uh, intended to. And uh, uh, my partner Mike had a relationship with the former owner of Twins, uh, Mr. Jeff Norris, and Jeff called him one day and said, hey, what do you got going on today? I'm closed. I, you know, I can't, I'm not allowed to open. But I got all this beer in the, in the top <laughs> line. <laughs> oh, it's going to go bad. Right yeah. there. I don't want, I, I, you know, I can't all of a sudden <laughs> knock on the door. I, you know, I've right. never Jeez. heard
2: a beer going bad yeah. for some well, reason. He was
6: afraid of that happening. So, uh,
2: <laughs> so he called it's Mike real. a couple of, it's buddies. real. It does
6: happen. And, uh, he came over and they called it a hunker. They'd hunker down and, uh, and, again, they'd lock the doors and drink a couple of beers. And, you know, like you guys did, solve the world's problems. And, and uh, he had asked Mike what we had did today. And he said, oh, we were out looking at a couple of places. And he said, well, what were you looking at? I said, yeah, we're looking at buying a bar. And uh, Jeff said, well, why don't you buy this place? Uh, I don't know. It's more of a restaurant. We're kind of looking for a bar. Uh, and then it just kind of location was everything there. And sure we saw is. the potential. And we knew it was a little bit more of an undertaking than we, than we originally wanted to do. But uh, we saw what, what was possible. And, uh, and that kind of birthed the boardroom. But
2: I've, you know what, Josh? I am telling you right now, it's a class act. Thank you. Place. I it. it.
1: Is it is
2: like gorgeous. I,
1: I have inside not, now. everybody that's gone. I've heard only good things about hey, it, Josh. It's, yes, sir. Let's talk about the lobster.
0: Dance. <laughs> <laughs> the lobster I saw. Dance. I saw
6: Brian four times in a in like nine. Days. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I saw him for once. Then he came back for dinner and he brought his daughter. And I was like, "This is great. This is great." Yeah. Now, that our, uh, that's uh, awesome. Our, our, our I, I couldn't be more proud of the staff and our kitchen, uh, our chefs back there are absolutely incredible. So passionate, so creative. Uh, and they just, there's, there's, there's not one thing that they make that I don't absolutely love. And I'm not saying that because do of Do you my have regards. a favorite?
1: Do you have a favorite?
6: I do. Uh, for, for dinner, we have the executive, which is a 20-ounce pork asabuco over a garlic mm. mashed potato. Okay. It is fall off the bone. Ugh. It's so tender. and oh. so good. Uh, for our lunch specials, we have a lobster BLT. Oh, have oh. try that one. My Lanta. It is
1: so <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell awesome. you. RJ, me and RJ had, are salivating. on our way. Are you
6: open after this? Yeah. <laughs>
1: we are. We are. We are. The,
6: I'm
0: heading back. All right. The first time I was there, I had the uh, the pork belly Reuben. Yes. And yes. that was oh. just, I mean, it, it's obviously, it's not a traditional Reuben. It, it, it's it's something very different, but it's very. Is it the pork belly? <laughs> well, it's pork belly. It <laughs> might it's, have something to do with it. And it's not. It's not regular sauerkraut that's on there. It's like a like a
6: purple slaw.
0: Yeah, 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 but but it's really good. It's like like that purple cabbage (laughs) slaw. It was really good. So good,
6: like I said, he. Chefs, our chefs—they never disappoint. They're oh, they're and so incredibly really talented.
0: Then they do that with the cornbread too, with that spicy uh, yeah, honey. Oh, onions, wow! Yeah.
2: Like Brian knows everything. Uh, I tell you, uh, he was like, about I, <laughs> I feel <laughs> like his I'm name on the wall when I right now.
0: <laughs> I love food. I mean, have you seen me?
5: <laughs> uh, it's
6: it's been a blast to watch. We were talking about twins to watch the people come in um, and just see. The different change, you know, from what it was to what it is. Oh, yes. And you'd see them, just their eyes, just look around the, the room. Yeah. I mean, and then you'd hear someone say, "And we had, we had little Jimmy's birthday right over here." <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I'm immediately drawn to that because I love that history. So I walk over to and we start talking about it, and I love it. The people have been fantastic. We've been so blessed to be received the way we have been in the, in the community. <laughs> in, in so Thomas, then, in
2: entertainment, we got some entertainment going yeah, on yeah, now we too, do entertainment right? Entertainment
6: on Thursday nights. Uh, we have Brian, uh, Brian, Mr. Brian Joseph Gray.
1: Uh, he comes in a place keys from 7 to 10. But he could play about 10 other things, at right? At
6: least <laughs> 10. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, it sometimes does. And on Friday nights, we, uh, we, ha- we bring in different acoustic acts each and, every, uh, each and every Friday from 8 to 11.
2: Nice. Yeah, super. So fun. what are the hours? When do you take a break, Josh? Yeah. Like, well, when are they a closed? part-time
6: job now that requires nothing but sleeping. So anyone <laughs> wow. out there is hiring. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the market. Uh, so we open every day at 11 a.m. We serve <laughs> lunch from 11 to 4. Okay. And then from four, we make the transition over to dinner. And Monday through Thursday, the kitchen, full kitchen and full menu is open until 9 p.m. Uh, and the bar stays open until 10. Is that and- Eastern? oh um, uh, stop it, jack uh, we're on the west side of <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know where your clock works but yeah. oh my gosh josh
2: every time we have any you know any we're doing to anything time. to time he's yeah. like just remember now it's easter right i'm and like friday and saturday
6: jack. uh full menu full kitchen till 10 p.m <laughs> nice. and then uh with the entertainment we're open till at least 11 12
0: o'clock on the weekends Yeah. Wow. Now, now are you serving on sunday at all at, are you serving any like like snacks or anything we like are, that we after have, the kitchen closes? We just closes.
6: rolled out a brand new appetizers, which are proprietary to uh, the boardroom. We have these What did you just
2: say? Proprietary. Proprietary. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They're, 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 That's
6: they're wow. All, I better our that special, up, too. Uh, Our own special creations for our appetizers. Nice. We have a beautiful deconstructed flatbread of uh, like a chicken bacon ranch, which is spectacular. Mm. Uh, and then we also have these, oh, uh, it's cream cheese and duck bacon you uh, wait, what? are
1: going to end up Having a food <laughs> podcast I could just yeah, see By the so, way you're talking They're right now. so you're good gonna, we're not you're lying. They're so good Chef Josh Walters. No, said. there's no
6: chef here I just I just, uh, He just gets I was, to eat it <laughs> Yes, yes Every morning I walk in there And the chef's like Come here <laughs> Yes,
1: please yes, Be, please. be careful another. Connie's a hey. baker And that's why hey. I have diabetes uh, Send her
0: over Can I have that job? The, the one to walk in And, and have the chef's say, I, Come over I have
1: no
6: job after that So so, <laughs> oh, okay. Josh, I don't want to take your job.
2: Any gigs coming up we need to know about, too? Uh,
6: let's, let's see. see. We uh, we just played, uh, was it Friday night? We played at the Rascaler for Theory of Evolution. Had a blast outside mm-hmm. there. Might have closed the sun. Oh, I, I did see, see you there. there. Yes, oh, you did. I did go there. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just remembered yeah. it. You? You, you were there, kind of. Uh, <laughs> weren't you there, I uh, had, had a I might have rode by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have a week or two <clears> off. <throat> then we have a private uh, a black tie event at the Kakwa Club. Ooh, oh, can you get us in? There
0: send? we
2: go. Sure. Everybody's at the Kakwa, but us. Well, he just
1: said we could go. Can we announce the party? Maybe. Maybe Let's, do they need a DJ? Yeah. Do they need a podcast? <laughs> hey, wait, wait, a, wait, wait, wait! Do you a need car? a sound guy? I think we <laughs>
6: a
2: black tie event, beautiful. Yeah, so excited
6: for that. That's uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, then we have another show next month. Uh, at The Raskeller. I know we Alter nice. Ego's plays in Geneva at Sportsters next month. Uh, so yeah, Ooh. we're kind of winding down our summer, which has been crazy busy for us. You guys have. Been. Yes. We traditionally oh, yeah. play you know one or two times a month, and we were doing. Two a weeks, three a weeks for yeah. several, several. I mean, almost the entire summer. it's, yeah. it's
1: crazy, it's been crazy. So. I mean, that's
2: like Jack. And, Jack's and the yeah, same well,
1: yeah, but I do a ton of acoustics, and acoustics is way different than bringing the whole band. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I absolutely. I mean, it's it's a it's a huge difference for, right, for us. It, it, uh,
0: uh, an acoustic is. I always a lot of the acoustic shows I go to anyway. They seem a little more informal, a little more relaxed. Mm-hmm. You can you can talk to the crowd more. You know, sure. Uh, but but did you walk in and you see like you know. Nine. Marshall stacks and a drum set or whatever. Yeah, it's, a, you know, it's a totally different vibe. You see Nat and the, the, the Mad Hatters there. You know, yeah, that's right. Right. something's coming up. Yeah, you're in. That's you're right. in for a show.
1: That's Here's right.
5: Real.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's R- not just one R- stool. R J Zona's R J Zona's in the crowd. There's going to be audience participation. A <laughs> <Our, our laughs> little bit. Of selfies. Oh hey, by oh, the way, R J.
2: You know what, Jack? I, let's let's back up. Between the two of you, I would say that you're really on mark, neck and neck with selfies. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> R.J. and I. Oh, yeah. He's, we're going to yeah. take one together tonight. This we will take sure. another I'm on, one since I'm on vacation this week. Oh, that's right, Jack.
2: Ooh. You have no place to go. And no place you'd rather so, be. Uh,
1: yeah. After we're done catching the live tunes around town, we might <laughs> just head back here to the studio. Oh, I'm sure. So hey, we're going hey. to the boardroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We go to, oh, we could I'll go be, there. There. I'll yeah. be there. Are you
0: are you heading back
1: here Saturday. Uh, actually, I'm heading back here tomorrow. I'm going to work on the ceiling in the other room <laughs> <way>. oh. <laughs> to sound real rock and roll. Oh, I thought uh, you were saying
2: <laughs> you're going to work on the bathroom. <laughs> Boo!
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Well,
2: let's look at Saturday's gig. <laughs> All right, Jack. let's do a let's, quick rundown. Yeah, let's
1: do Gigolas. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, your um,
2: your six pack stomach. Six pack. Six,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> six pack house of beer. Alice DeGeorge, George. We love you out there. Oh, Stan we do. Green's gonna play some acoustics starting six p.m. Eastern. <laughs> All right, uh, altered state. This oh, we got a couple anniversary shows. This is cool. Um, Eric Berwer. altered state to see Eric Brewer and friends, 7 p.m. That's their 15th anniversary show. That's pretty cool. Wow, oh, hmm. great! You know, right on. Uh, and then, which Brian says we have to go to, or we're in big trouble. The Fulton, the Fulton Club, Club. Crushes to see the crush at 8 p.m. He's got his.
2: He's he already has his shirt on too. Well, well, no, it's more I have because a crush on you. It's oh, more because that's pesant. my birthday.
1: Party. Oh, happy oh, birthday. Oh, my
6: birthday you is you Sunday. You hired Crush to, to your, play at your party? No,
0: Crush hired me to work on the <laughs> night <laughs> before <laughs> my birthday. So How my, old are
2: you going to be, Brian?
0: 47.
2: Wow. Oh, oh. just two years <laughs> older than me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> me too. Oh my, my brain had to process that for the moment.
3: was a delayed
1: laugh. <laughs> Nobody Jack, told was, me Jack be was no math. math. Yeah.
0: I, was, I was told no there would be no math Jack. today. That's no why math. we have to make everything Eastern so he doesn't have <laughs> to <laughs> do math to figure it out. I, I,
1: I am torn because of this next
2: gig. I know Our your King's son's planned. Oh, My yeah. son's band.
1: the Real Fake Doors is playing, plus Grim Grin, and Running Backwards at 9 p.m. over at the King's Rook.
2: I could never run forward. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let'll running backwards That's a dead spell disaster. <laughs> spells disaster. That's a dead spells at The Oasis <laughs> Pub Kevin Wilson Acoustics that's at 7pm Oliver's oh, uh, Beer Garden is Rainmaker. Cool so piece. the gang will be down there at 6.30 p.m. at PACA. This is kind of a neat thing. Uh, they're doing a, uh, they've got a little acoustic show with Tyler Smilo and Johnny Evans Ooh. celebrating Everything at Once Palooza. They, they, <laughs> Tyler has an Everything at Once podcast, and uh, they're celebrating that, and they're going to do some acoustics there. So I thought it was pretty neat to add in. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool at PACA. Uh, Philly on the Rocks, uh, another multi-band show, Uh, 15 Walls, Identity Classified, Souls Collapse, and Myconaut. Myconaut? I think so. I
2: thought uh, it was my coconut. My coconut.
1: No, it says my coconut. I looked at it, That's not a typo. I believe it The the Lime <laughs> in the coconut. I had my fact checker check it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's <laughs> a Mayan <laughs> astronaut. It's called a my <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. RJ. <laughs> that interesting. Nice. knowledge. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> at the Raskiller is Cosmic Rhythm, Rhythm. at 7 oh, minutes, And ten it's their 10th anniversary. Another anniversary. Happy anniversary. And, uh, and then finally, right up the street here, and this is going to be my pick because they don't really get out that often, Dude. It, at Room 33 Speakeasy, right up the street, is a Duke Sherman band. And they play that jump blues that you just want to dance to. I, I, don't, you know, I love the yeah. blues. Uh, the slower stuff, I can only take some, I, but I got to keep moving. I got to keep moving. So Duke Sherman is the band. Nice.
2: Cool. Well, we've got uh, Half Wheel a yes. song from Half Wheel. Can you yeah. tell me about Half Wheel?
0: Well, uh, Half Wheel. I, I really don't know a whole lot about them except that Joshua Shank, who's also the drummer for Crush, all plays with Half Wheel. He, he's, gotcha. he's, he's done. He's done shows with them. Um, this is one of their newer, uh, newer songs. It was recorded in Pittsburgh, and Josh was actually like the session drummer for this recording. Cool. So
1: he's an eighth of the Half Wheel. <laughs> I like.
2: This that. This is believe. <laughs> wheel. Believe. What a great tune. (laughs) Nice and happy, Josh. Or at least
0: a happy feeling.
2: Yeah, absolutely. My favorite. Well, you know, I just want to give everybody a reminder that the Lecom stage at the Playhouse, they are having their opening weekend of Beautiful, and it's an inspiring true story of Carole King. From her early days as a Brooklyn teenager, struggling to enter the record business, to her chart-topping. Tapestry's like 50 years old and never grows old.
1: Yeah. It I, never grows old. Awesome.
2: So, uh, beautiful. We'll feature over two dozen pop classics. And, of course, I already got my tickets. I'll be heading there uh, next Friday to see the show. All right. It's awesome. Right and, after
1: you see my show?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: absolutely. And, you know, it, what's really cool is that I always get them in the balcony. And, the, and there's just two seats off to the side. There's just enough for me and Duke. And we raise a ruckus <laughs> oh, out
0: there. <laughs> the Muppets, shouldn't Duke, the Muppets have two seats we,
2: on the one side? We need it. to have yeah, yeah, Duke
1: yeah. on the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll
1: have this. We'll the oh, show yeah. run by Duke and Connie.
2: So don't forget, you know, that's going on as well. And so I want to leave you with a quote from the legendary Carole King. Carol said, all I needed to do was sing with conviction, speaking my truth from my heart, honestly and straightforwardly, forwardly, and to offer my words, ideas, and music to the audience as if uh, it were one collective friend that I've known for a really long time. And I know you guys are the same with your music. You know, that's how we work. That's how musicianship is. So uh, until next time. Keep on grooving in the 814.